Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Good afternoon, everybody. Uneducated Economist here. So I thought I'd give you guys a lumber update video. For those of you who don't know, I work at a retail lumber yard. I do retail sales for a living. But I'm also up here in the Pacific Northwest where we do a lot of lumber production. So not only am I in the lumber industry as far as sales go, I'm also in a high production area. So I really do see a lot more of the lumber industry than most people see. And I was doing lumber videos for the last three years. And I was really pretty accurate on my predictions when it came to what was happening as far as the lumber industry was going, where the prices were headed, shortages that were taking place. I called out accurately when the plywood prices were going to shoot up and gave people warnings weeks ahead of time. And I tell you, I had a lot of people tell me that I was wrong on why the prices of lumber were shooting up as far as they were. I mean, we're talking going from like 400 per thousand up to 1700 per thousand, making like a retail two by four, eight standing and better go from like three and a half dollars all the way up to $13. There has been a significant drop in that lumber price since then. Now, a lot of people ask me, it was like, now that the lumber prices are down, are we gonna see home building like become more prevalent? Are we going to see more houses on the market for a cheaper price because the lumber prices have come down? And I mean, that is like kind of like the idea when you think about like all the articles that you had read saying that the cost of a home being built has gone up like 30% due to the lumber prices going up. Well, when they come back down to normal, how come the price of a home hasn't come back down either as far as building it? Well, all the rest of the material that goes into building a home is still very difficult to get. The doors, the windows, the siding, all these things are still in short supply. And anytime you ever find anything in short supply, you're going to find the prices moving up. And that's exactly what we have seen take place on all the rest of the items that it takes to actually build a home. Is that not only are they in short supply, but they're also very expensive. Or comparatively expensive to what they used to be. Now, what I'm seeing taking place right now in the industry is that there's a lot of new construction taking place. Surprisingly, not a lot of retail coming through the door. Like, at the counter and the phone ringing, that has dropped off quite a bit. But the actual new construction and contractors coming in to work on these new projects, that is starting to pick up. And what I'm assuming has taken place is that a lot of these contractors are now like adapting to the new environment. They know the windows are going to take eight weeks instead of 10 days. They are placing those orders eight weeks in advance in order to have them in time for when the framing is completed. Now, this is a logistical nightmare to a contractor years ago trying to adapt themselves to this particular environment. But now here we are. You see, and now getting the material on time for the project is taking a little bit more strategy, but it's now starting to happen in these, con in the, you know, good builders anyway, are lining these things up way ahead of time in order to keep that project in full, full production all the time. Because really the idea of building a new home, especially like a spec home that's going to be sold, it's about keeping a steady flow of material to the job 
in a consistent fashion so that there is never any lag or, or time down. If you are waiting on material, that every day, every second, every minute that that, that lag has taken place, it's costing more for that home. So if you can get the logistics to work out in this environment and bring that cost down because you can uh, line it up in a, in, a, in a more appropriate fashion, then you could possibly bring the price of homes down. Now, do I see that taking place? I don't because there's still a huge lack of homes out there. There is still a huge demand for new construction. And I just don't see where you're going to find home prices coming down or any or coming down in any kind of significant fashion while there is this shortage of homes. Like if there is still this huge demand, then there's there's always going to be this this elevated price. Now, on the flip side of that, is that we are hearing that the Fed is going to taper. And in fact, you know, when I hear people telling me all the time the Fed is never going to taper, not going to happen. Well, I disbelieve that very much. Okay, I don't agree with that statement. I do feel the Fed is going to taper. I couldn't tell you how much they're going to taper, but I do feel that they will taper. And if, for those of you who don't understand what tapering means, the Federal Reserve has been buying assets, treasury bonds and mortgage-backed securities. Now, mortgage-backed securities is where the big thing is going to take place as far as what's going to take place in the new, new construction and the real estate market in general. Because these mortgage-backed securities, if you're not familiar with them, it's a security that is built out of a bunch of mortgages. So my mortgage, you know, the neighbor's mortgage, everybody's mortgage, not everybody, but a bunch of people's mortgages will get piled into what they call a security, a mortgage-backed security. And as people are making their payments, then the person who owns those securities, they get paid back. That's the investment that they have purchased. Well, the Federal Reserve has been purchasing those mortgage-backed securities, and like a lot of them, if I remember right, it's like $40 billion a month of these things. Well, they're buying them off of the market. They're not like going, you know, they're, they're not like making these things and buying them, you know, and, and doing it themselves. What they are doing is buying something that already exists. Now, how that manipulates the market is a whole other video on its own. But ultimately, what they are doing is bringing confidence to the market, telling the people that there is definitely a buyer of these mortgage-backed securities out there, and it's the person who has a printing press. So that really tells the people who are investing in these things that they're probably not going to lose value, considering that these guys have a printing press that they can just buy as many of these things as they want. So that's what the Federal Reserve was really trying to do, was to make sure that the markets had this confidence behind it, and they were buying these mortgage-backed securities and putting it on their balance sheet. Now, as people were, a lot of people don't realize this, but as mortgages are refinanced or paid off, those mortgage-backed securities pretty much get extinguished and then have to be rebuilt again. So if you go and refinance your loan, that mortgage is no longer part of that security, and then it becomes part of a new security. I, I wonder sometimes how much of this turnover was taking place at the Federal Reserve. Like as they were buying these mortgage-backed securities, I mean, how much of it was just really just rolling right back into into what they already had. Anyway, that's just kind of off topic a little bit. I just thought that I would bring that up. But those are some of the things that I'm seeing taking place in the housing market right now, or at least in the new construction. I shouldn't say housing market because I was terrible at predicting the housing market a couple of years ago. Now, I was not anticipating like you know the things that they've done like the the forbearances and the moratoriums and all the things that basically protect protected the real estate market i mean we would have had an a, a huge suffering and crash 
had they not done those those measures had they not you know spent that money on on giving people the ability to not make their payments and you know are they going to do that again who knows but i do know that the federal reserve has stated many times that they cannot have a good functioning monetary policy without a stable mortgage market so you know that's uh that's definitely uh you know what i feel the federal reserve is probably going to do i don't see housing prices dropping dramatically but i could see where they may just end up maintaining for you know for years where they just don't rise or fall and that could be just as bad for some people who look to <clears throat> basically you know take the equity out of their home when the prices go up a lot of people live that way so. okay anyway i gotta go back to work uneducated economist you guys let me know